this episode of Unraveling the Veil with your host, Yara Rose, also known as Katie Mosier, from the yararose.com website. That is Y-A-R-A-R-O-S-E.com. Today, I wanted to share a personal experience of implementing all of the techniques that I've talked about and demonstrating how I use them in my own personal life with my own journey of spiritual and personal growth. I wrote a blog a couple years ago about leadership and what leadership means to me. And to me, a good leader is always someone that is willing to do everything that they ask of their subordinates. They don't look at themselves as being too good to do the work. And they demonstrate by example how to lead and how to be a good person. And I know that I have talked about a lot of different things and a lot of different techniques and I have explained that it's not always easy to do this work and I share my own experiences as they come and I'll be honest I usually wait a couple of weeks or a month or two before I share an experience so I have more time to process through it thoroughly and really understand and grasp the concepts and lessons that Spirit was trying to teach me or that I was trying to grow and learn from. But this particular experience feels like it wants to get out there and it wants to be told right now. I'm not sure why this time is different, but I'm just going to roll with it and maybe it's just something that you guys need to hear. Maybe there's someone out there that can be helped by this experience and me sharing it so soon. I'm not sure. I'm just gonna surrender and let it happen. It's actually kind of funny. So I have been needing a vacation in the worst way from work. I just need a break and I need a break from my personal life and I need to do some real self-care. And I've been putting it off because it just seems like the timing is never right for me to take some time to actually leave the house and go somewhere on a vacation. And I finally decided that this last weekend was, I just had to take, I took a Friday and a Monday off from work and I needed to go somewhere and just stay somewhere by myself and do some personal care and fun things that I'm passionate about. So I booked an Airbnb uh, about an hour or so away from where I live in a pretty area so I'd have nice connection scenery out of the town so I had quiet that I like and I was going to check in on a Friday and check out on a Sunday so that way I could still you know come home hang out with my family a little bit on Sunday night and Sunday afternoon and then have Monday off to kind of recover and just kind of be at home and do things that I wanted to get done around here. I do all this stuff, which I'll talk about in a bit, but I I wanted to explain why I'm recording this podcast here on the Monday that I took off instead of waiting. And I did all of this stuff on Friday to Sunday, and this morning I woke up and I had this thought like, man, today is my day. I'm just going to do whatever I want today. And I kind of started laughing because I was like, well, that's an interesting thought to have because I've basically been doing what I want for the last three days. Why would today be any different? It honestly sounded funny to me because I was like, what do you mean today I'm going to do what I want to do? I've been doing what I want to do for how many days now? And it made me think of Michael Singer where he talks about how he first experienced the consciousness within the person and how he was sitting on the couch with one of his friends and something kept telling him, we need to talk about something. This is awkward. We need to say this. We should say this. We need to just say something. And then he realized that there was some voice inside his head talking and trying to get him to do things. And and that's when he realized that was his spiritual awakening or the beginning of his spiritual awakening. 
And to me, hearing that voice this morning saying, finally, I get a day to do what I want to do was kind of hilarious. And it was me realizing that my ego was exhausted by the last three days from all of the growth opportunities that it had experienced. And it just wanted to honestly sit and do absolutely nothing today. It wanted to like veg out in front of the TV and sit on the couch, not do anything. Literally was all that it had in mind. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. That is one option. I mean, I don't have any plans. I have the day off. I could do whatever. I could sit on the couch and I could do nothing. But I'm like, that doesn't sit well with me because I have been trying to grow. I've been asking to grow. I've been moving forward and gaining momentum. And why all of a sudden, after all of this stuff, would I just want to sit here and do nothing? And I'm like, huh, I think instead of sitting here and doing nothing today, I'm going to record that podcast episode that I need to record for March because that's exactly the opposite of what my ego wants me to do. And I know I don't want to go back to listening to my ego. I just went through a whole weekend of trying to surrender and not let that be in charge of me. So nope, no thank you. Not going to do that. So here I am today sharing with you my experiences of this past weekend. And I hope that they are helpful to you. And I hope that you can see that I truly practice the techniques that I speak about. I truly put them all into place. And that I'm right where you are. I am very resistant to changes. I'm very resistant to doing certain things or experiencing these type of situations. I'm still struggling to find that balance between growing enough where I'm constantly moving forward, but at the same time honoring my needs too. Honoring the part of me that needs to stop and breathe from time to time, that needs to relax and recalibrate to the new systems and the new programs and the new beliefs that we have recently established. So for the last couple of weeks, I have been receiving a lot of different messages through different sources about how we have, and I've talked about this before, so it's not new information but it is coming up frequently, which is usually a sign that spirit either wants me to work on it or they want me to talk about it. So in this case, I believe it's both. And it's, it, was a, it was a subject about how human beings have developed personal preferences over time. And, you know, they may like this and they may not like that and they have reasons for it, right? Like they may not like dogs because a dog bit them when they were young and it really hurts. So now whenever they see a dog, they get apprehensive about it. Or maybe their grandfather would take them fishing every summer and they would have this amazing experience together. Maybe that grandparent has 16 other grandkids and that was the only time that those two got together and had just those two time. And that has special meaning to them now. So now whenever they go fishing, they think of their grandpa who's no longer with them in the human form. And these personal preferences make our lives more challenging, I would say, because they oftentimes trigger certain things and make things mean more than maybe they should. I know Michael Singer talks about it, and I've also had a couple other different professors in different courses that I've taken that have talked about trying to clean up the inside of you, clean up some of these preferences and letting them go, letting them not mean so much. So that way, when there's a moment in front of you and 
fishing is involved or that dog is involved, you're not going back to that childhood experience of being bit anymore. Instead, you're experiencing this dog in this very moment as it's happening. And you're approaching this current moment from a neutral point. You don't have a negative or a positively charged memory that's triggering in you. You can truly experience that moment and relish it for all that it is or, or that it isn't, depending on the situation. And I've been asking spirit to help me with this personally because there are so many triggers that I have still. Even after four years of constantly trying to clean myself up on the inside, I'm still being triggered on a regular basis. So I was asking spirit to please help me with this. Help, please help me surrender more. Surrender more of these personal preferences of this desire to be in control over what's going to happen and how it's going to happen. Because I know that it's still keeping me from enjoying my life as much as I fully could and I want to work on that. Personally, I just want to. And I tell you this because it has to do a lot, I believe, with what happened this weekend. And one other thing I wanted to say before I just start talking about my weekend is that I have wanted to be a writer since I was a little girl. And I talked myself out of it because I told myself I wasn't good enough and that there's no way I can make a stable income from being a, a writer. I think there's that stereotypical starving artist theme that had been running through my head for who knows how long where it wouldn't be a stable income. I wouldn't be able to provide money, enough money for my family to live off of. That I didn't pursue that. And lately I have been wanting to write a book and I can see myself writing so many books, so many different types of books, so many different styles, and I'm just going to have fun with it. And I was like, you know, this weekend would be a perfect opportunity to manifest that for myself. Because one of my dreams is being able to envision a location for a book that I'm going to write and then go stay there for like a week to meet the locals and see what customs they have and see what living in that type of location is like. So that way I can try to incorporate real life stuff into my books to make it more real and more vibrant and more I don't know, just it would just be fun, I think, to do that. So I was like, this is the perfect way for me to manifest my first author writing weekend. I want time away from my family. I just need some me time. I'm going to bring my laptop and I'm going to write my first book. And this is going to be the ultimate manifestation for me. This is what I see myself doing. And then I can go and I can do it. And I can tell myself, see, look, it happened. I made a book. I went on a vacation. I did this. There you go, right? Ultimate manifestation, ultimate seeing it through. And it worked out perfectly with the fact that I needed a break, right? Dovetailed together. So two weekends ago now, I was looking for an Airbnb to rent that would fit my criteria that I was looking for. And I think I took three different days before I finally found one that I was like, yeah, that will work. And it was kind of funny how it worked because honestly, on that third day, I was finally just like, okay, fine, I'm going to book this one. And I was honestly in the process of like clicking the book now thing when all of a sudden I saw this other one pop up and it was closer and it was in the neighborhood that I really like going to. And I was like, oh, wow, this would be perfect. It's like on a city road, but it's not in the city per se. So I was like, oh, this location would be great. This is awesome. And I'm looking at the house and it looks nice. It looks old though. So that was kind of a little bit of a red flag to me because it was saying how it was had so much history and was actually relocated from a different location to this location. 
and it was the oldest in the subdivision and it was I think it built in the 1970s and I was like oh no (laughs) to some people that wouldn't matter right but to me it was kind of a cringe-worthy moment because I know that the possibility of running into some sort of a spirit or extra energy is going to be higher with an older house. So I was like, oh, spirit, are you sure this is the one you want me to book? And I got it. Yep. So I booked it. And I was a little nervous about it the whole week leading up to it. I just had a feeling that there was going to be something there regarding other spirits. I, I just had this like knowing This is really hard for me to explain, but it's a different feeling to me when it's something that I'm just apprehensive about because my ego is apprehensive about it because of whatever it wants to keep me safe. This was a little bit different than that. This was a feeling of just like, I know in my gut feel that something is going to happen at this house, but this is where they want me to go. This is where I found it looks really nice and all of the reviews were great. So I was like, I'm going to pretend that this feeling is just anxiety (laughs) over it being an old house and over my ego having, you know, these issues. I'm just going to pretend that because I don't know what else to do, right? I'm kind of surrendering. This is where they said to go. This is where I'm going to go. Okay, there you go. It's over. It's done. And then I was looking up restaurants for around that area, trying to just get an idea of what I was going to do for meals. And I found this one that had really good reviews. I didn't have a lot of them, but they were all really good. And it was a lot of reviews about like the owner of the establishment and how friendly they were and how they just made the whole atmosphere feel so good and welcoming. And you just wanted to go hang out there just to hang out with them. So I screenshot that and I was like, oh, I should check that out, right? Because I'm all about finding the people that are really passionate about their work and that are really friendly and just enjoy what they're doing. Because when you enjoy working, when you're passionate about what you're doing, you're naturally going to be friendlier to everyone that you encounter. It's just going to shine through to you. That's a place I want to check out. Okay, so fast forwarding to the Friday of the day I leave. I had booked a hair appointment for, you know, self-care. It's a totally self-indulgent weekend, right? I'm following my dreams. I'm, I'm playing them out. And then I had a couple errands I wanted to run. And then I was planning on leaving my house around 2 p.m. So that way I could get there right at when it was available to check in and get started writing. I was really excited about it. So on Friday, I went and got my hair done and did a couple of errands. And I don't know what happened because before I had went to do all these things, I was feeling fine. But by the time I got home from running the errands, I was sick to my stomach. Like I felt like I was going to throw up. I was so nauseous. I had to roll the windows down in order to get home. And then when I got home, I wasn't sure what to do because I wasn't sure what was wrong. I don't know what happened. I do sometimes get car sick, especially in stop and go traffic, but I hadn't I was feeling sick before I went through all the stoplights and I do sometimes get sick if I go too long without eating, but I didn't think that that was the case either. I tried to bring up an energy bar, you know, in between my errands to try to keep that consistent. So I really had no idea where this illness had come from. I had been feeling fine all day and all week and whatever, like there wasn't anything going around that I knew of. So at a complete loss for what to do, I'm laying on the couch, curled up into a ball, just sick. And I decided to call my mom because, you know, that's who you call when you don't feel good and you don't know what to do. 
And I was just like crying to her, like, mom, I don't understand. I needed this trip and I was looking forward to it. Why all of a sudden an hour before I'm supposed to leave, do I feel so miserable? And, you know, we talked about a couple things and then she actually had just had some medicine that she tried for nausea and such that was related by the same company that makes the motion sickness pills that we usually take. So she was going to run that up to me and I was going to try that. So, you know, you can laugh at me if you want. That's fine. I'm 35 and I still call my mom, but it did help me. Like she came up, I took the pill and within an hour I was like, okay, I think I can go now. Like I feel so much better. I can go. So I started packing everything up and I left and I got to the place like an hour and a half later than I thought I was going to, which was fine. It was fine. You know, like it all worked out. So then I walk in to the place and it feels like a tropical sauna. I don't even know. It was like, (laughs) we live in Minnesota. It's only in like the 40s right now. And I walked in there and I felt like I was down in Florida. I was like, what's going on? I look over at the thermostat and the reader says it's 82 degrees in there. And I'm like, what in the world? So I check out the place. I unload everything and I call my husband and I'm like, okay, well, I got here safely, but it is hot in here. He even sent him a picture of the thermostat and I was like, is this normal? This doesn't seem normal. And, you know, whatever. He's like, that doesn't seem really hot. You know, do whatever you can do and get off the phone with him I look around, just kind of give myself the tour, and then I happen to check the Airbnb app and see that I had a message from the owner saying that their maintenance guy had saw that the heat was registering really high and they were concerned about it. But then she was telling me like where all the fans were and to put them on and to try to change it to make it lower. And I kid you not, I had to take a screenshot of this and send this to my husband because this is my life, right? It says, we are really concerned about our heat being stuck on high. Our cleaner said she had turned it down one day and then went back several days later to find it had cranked back up again. And I am like, oh my gosh, no, 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 right? Like, and to those of you that do not understand where this is coming from, I listen to a lot of ghost stories. And playing with the heat is like one of the number one things that they do in a house to get people's attention. So I'm thinking this and crossing my fingers and like, nope, nope, this can't be. And then I send it to my husband who, as I've mentioned before, he has, he's a building utilities person. He has the bum degree or whatever. And I'm like, have you ever heard of this happening? And he's like, oh, that's weird. I've never heard of that happening before. And I was like, oh my gosh, of course you haven't because it's totally spiritual. I know this is spirit with me I don't know if it's my spirit my like spiritual community or if it's someone in this house trying to get someone's attention and they just work together to get me here not really sure but I'm pretty positive that's what's going on knew it right my gut instinct all week I knew it as soon as I booked it that this was going to be the case okay whatever deal with it that night I just kind of was like there's really nothing I can do I'm just gonna live and let live I'm gonna do the best that I can I put the fans on. I tried to stay cool. I went outside as often as I could. Just kind of relaxed. And then I went to bed early because I was tired. And I slept all the way through the night. It was good. Everything was great. Get up the next morning and it was a really fun experience. I got up right away and out the window I saw a deer eating. So I, you know, made the bed, do all my morning stuff and eat with the deer. It was 
it was kind of fun because I was eating at the kitchen table watching the deer eat down below me. So that was a fun experience. It was nice. Things are looking up. So then I go and I sit next to the window where I noticed the deer had lain down to take a rest. And I was like, this is perfect. He's resting right there. I'm going to do my cards here. And I did all my card readings and the messages were great. I had so many extra cards from them that they just like popped out while I was shuffling, you know, that fit with the theme. And I was feeling really good about the day. And then all of a sudden I get a text message from the host saying that she was very concerned about her heat and she wanted to send it up licensed professional to come look at it and I was like oh that's kind of a bummer I came here to write and be alone but you know what I get it right as as a person as a homeowner myself I would be concerned about that as well and honestly I bet you they weren't going to be there very long so I was like okay spirit I'm surrendering my personal preference is that there's no one here but I get it this is part of the surrendering this is part of letting go of my personal preferences and my likes and I said, you yeah, know, it's fine, send him over. And he came and he wasn't there very long and it was fine. I was still able to journal and I was able to go see the deer. There actually happened to be several of them when I walked out on the balcony. And, you know, and then when he came, when he came and told me what was going on, he said, I don't even remember. Some part was not registering in the boiler. So it just kept overheating and he had turned it down and we had talked and had a good conversation. It was a pleasant experience. And he left and it was on with my day. And then when I got to time to eat, I decided to go to that place that had the good reviews with the awesome owner. So I put the address into my GPS system and I start heading there. And then it tells me to pull up in front of this place that looks like a house that was converted into a bar. And I was like, really? And then the name was just something bar, whereas the name on my app said something else. It was a different name. And I was like, ooh, for those of you that don't know... <laughs> There's a lot of energy at bars, a lot of it, and it's generally not the highest vibration. So I go to a couple bar and grills in local areas, but I always clear them before I go, and I don't like to hang out at bars. I, there's just a lot of things, and being an empath, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but I was like, I'm surrendering. <laughs> I asked Spirit, you know, all week to help me surrender and to live the experience, and I'm, I'm committed. I'm going to go, and it was very uncomfortable. It was a very uncomfortable experience for me. I felt very awkward. I could feel a lot of energies, and it was just uncomfortable. But I was like, okay, this is an experience that for whatever reason spirit is giving me, what is the takeaway? What can I learn? So I'm like sitting there all by myself, listening, kind of watching people, people watch and seeing how the bartender connects with the people sitting around the bar and how they have this personal relationship. You can tell that they know each other and that they're regulars. When new ones come in, they're greeted by name. And I do talk to the owner, and she is very passionate about this place. Like, she's very excited. They're remodeling. She's dabbing with different type of appetizers. She's trying to make appetizers healthier by using an air fryer instead of a regular fryer. And, you know, you could just feel, like, her happiness and joy in running this bar. And I was like, hmm, oh, that's why Spirit sent me here. I know that's why they sent me here. So, I don't know. That's all there really is to say about that. Like, I, I honestly wouldn't go back. 
I love meeting other people that are really passionate about their things, especially when they're what they're passionate about is like the opposite of what I'm passionate about because bars are not my favorite place. But what I love about that is, like I always say, we have so many different people in this world and they're all creating these amazing, beautiful tapestries and adding to the big, bigger overall vision of life. So it's fun for me to see someone so passionate and so like when you start talking to her about her bar she came alive and she was excited and she was happy and I love seeing that about someone that has that type of passion for something even when I have the complete opposite reaction when I think of a bar in general but again that goes to my personal preferences but I love that there are other people out there that are super passionate about working at a bar and providing a service to other people that love to come in and love to pull their bar tabs and love to have a drink and socialize. Like, I think that's wonderful and that makes the world so much better. So then I went back to my Airbnb and lo and behold, I was able to write my children's book, my first children's book that I have been wanting to write for like six months. I've had the idea just floating around and I finally sat down and I wrote it and it's not it was done, like the whole overall concept is done, but I still have plenty of editing and bringing it down to the reading level I need it at in order for it to make sense. But I was so excited and I was like, wow, look at me, here I am, second day in on my vacation and I did what I set out to do. This is awesome. And the rest of that night went pretty smoothly until it was time for me to go to bed. I was sitting in the living room watching a YouTube video on how to create a children's book using the software and all of a sudden I heard this big clang in the kitchen and I could see it. It's an open kitchen, open living room plan. I could see the kitchen but it was dark in there and I didn't have the lights on and I was like, oh my gosh, what was that? Instantly I just got scared and I was like, okay, it's okay. It's probably just ice, right? Because at home we have this ice maker and sometimes if someone uses ice, there's one that gets caught in there and then when it melts enough it pops out and it makes a lot of noise like that so I was trying to talk myself into that even though I was pretty positive that spirit was messing with me again. I get up, I turn all the lights on and I walk over there and they didn't have an ice maker so I was like oh well that's great and then I look over and like the you know how the ovens usually have those exhaust fans and then they have the exhaust fan cover? The cover had fallen and landed on the stove and thankfully didn't break the glass that was, they had a little glass plate there for something, probably to rest your utensils while you're cooking. And it had landed on that and I was like, what in the heck? I'm, I'm seriously, it was like, it's 10 o'clock at night. There's been no one in here. I have not used a kitchen to cook at all since I've been here. So why would all of a sudden that exhaust fan fall? <laughs> you guys, I swear my life lately has been like Ghost Whisperer. Have you ever saw that episode, that story of Ghost Whisperer? Yeah, that's been me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I don't want to have to deal with crossing over souls. This is supposed to be my vacation. I'm not supposed to have to do things like that. Like crossing over souls is not my favorite thing to do anyways. It's very uncomfortable for me. It's not an area that I have a lot of experience in and I wasn't ever really professionally trained to do such a thing. Unfortunately, I have had to have some experiences with it just through 
living life as a more spiritually connected person. Spirit has sent me plenty of people that have just needed help finding the light. Typically it's because when they saw the light, they either didn't feel worthy of going over into it or they weren't ready or maybe they didn't see it at all because they were so confused. You know, there's various reasons why people don't go into the light, but spirit seems to think sometimes that it's my job to cross them over. So I guess that's what was happening here. And I was like, spirit, I love you, but I don't want to deal with this. I'm on my vacation. I'm just going to go to bed. Just for everyone listening, that was my mistake. I should have tapped out my fears or, you know, asked spirit to help the souls that were clearly trying to get my attention. Or probably done both of the two because what ended up happening was a restless night of sleep where I was woke up at, uh, I think I went to, I think I finally got to bed around 11 and I was up again by 1230, something had woke me up and then I was up again by 3 and at 3 I just got up. Like I was like, I am so sick of hearing these random noises that woke like woke me up and then I was already scared and I was in an unfamiliar home in the basement because I was trying to stay cold so I was in their basement to me basements always seem a little more creepier anyways in this old house so finally at three o'clock I was like I'm done laying here trying to sleep I'm gonna go upstairs and I'm gonna do everything I have to do to get through until it's light outside and then I am getting out of here like I am just done spirit I am done with all of these things I'm just done so I went upstairs and you know got ready for the day and then what I did is what I should have done the night before I crossed over the souls that I could with spirits help and then I did many 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 rounds of tapping to release my personal preferences, to release my fears, because I was so fearful at this point in this dark house in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by who knows what, and just being very uncomfortable. You know, growth, like the greatest growth that we have happens when we're really uncomfortable. And after several rounds of that, and doing some breath work and some meditation, I finally saw the sun rising. And that was a beautiful picture because the night before or the day before I had slept in right through the sunrise so I missed that so I was able to like sit in their living room and watch the sunrise over the hills and through the woods like it was just a really pretty picture it was a great moment and if you've ever followed my social media you know I love sunrises anyways so just to be able to sit there in the quiet moment after having tapped and done my cards and done my meditations like I was in the perfect alignment state everything was just wonderful in that moment and then the sun was up so I was like oh wow should I go now because that was my original intent when I woke up at 3 a.m was to go home as soon as the sun rose because I wanted to make sure because there's a lot of deer in the area and I didn't want to have to deal with driving in the dark and possibly hitting one of them so it's a little after seven I don't I did a couple things and I was enjoying the morning again and then went into the bathroom for some reason and I noticed that the water was still running in the toilet from the last time I had been in there and I was like are you kidding me another thing broken and that you can laugh if you want to but this was my reaction I was like Spirit, I love you to death. You have showed me so many countless ways to surrender and to work on myself and to trust the process, but I am done today. 
I am over this. I am not going to have you break something else on this place and have them charge me all these fees for breaking things. Like, I'm just over it. So I decided to leave. <laughs> like, I was just done. And I think it's really important for everyone listening just to know for you, what is your point? Like, be able to recognize when you have had enough and when you just need to step back and take some time to breathe and rest and recuperate and comprehend, really like soak in what's going on and what's all happened and all of the things that they're trying to show you. Because I will tell you this, there was a lot of things that happened this last weekend that I just, just like, I'm still soaking it all in. I'm still marinating in all of it. Like, it just seems to me almost hard to believe that all these weird things happened and all of these, like, unexplainable, I don't get how this and this and this and this all happened at the same time. Like, but then I do, right? Like, I do get that because I asked for it. I asked for them to show me how to, how to surrender, how to let go of my personal preferences and live life where I can approach things from a neutral standpoint so I can truly understand and I can truly live in that moment. So I guess be careful what you ask for because you're going to get it. <laughs> Would be important notice here too. It actually kind of reminds me of, have you ever saw the music video for Waiting on Superman by Daughtry? It's a pretty cool video. I recommend watching it. I, I mean, I like the song anyways, but when I watch the video, you know, it's about an ordinary man walking through a city and he stops numerous things from happening. Like he stops a woman from being run over. He stops a robber from stealing a woman's purse. He pulled a suicidal man off the ledge of a window, like a window building thing. He was standing in there and he was going to jump and he went and pulled him off to safety. And then he chased off a bunch of teenage bullies from um, bullying a young girl in an alley. And what did he get rewarded with? He was almost arrested twice. And everyone but that young girl was mad at him for rescuing them. And that's a metaphor for life, right? Like, that's a totally different podcast episode about how we get so lost in our own little things that we don't realize how spirit is helping us and saving us from something disastrous. But that's neither, you know, I digress. Like I said, that'd be a completely different podcast episode. To me, this man in the story is so similar to what I asked spirit to do. Like, here I'm asking, spirit, please show me this. Please show me this. And then they gave me this whole weekend pack full of one thing after another, surrendering and letting go and surrendering and letting go and surrendering and letting go and like following the, what that moment in front of you is, is there for and at doing what it's asking it. I told them like, this is my vacation. I didn't want to have to, you know, like deal with souls that are stuck here or in transient, you know, like I didn't want to have to deal with that. I've had to do that a lot lately for some reason. And, you know, one of my archangels was like, but Katie, you know how to help them, and they're looking for help. Do you really want to make them wait until the next person that can that can hear them and can help them to come along? Like, there's not that many people that can do that. Why wouldn't you take this opportunity to help them when they're asking for it, and you know how? Like, it, why can't you do that? And I was like, you're right. <laughs> I can. I just didn't want to, but... That's a personal preference. So of course he would present this opportunity in a way where it can serve multiple lessons in one time. And I just say that because I joke with him a lot about like, yeah, I asked for that. Yeah, I asked for that. But you knew I didn't mean it that way. Like you knew I didn't mean it that way. But we've talked about that before in other previous episodes where we ask for things 
and they don't show up the way that we wanted them to, so we don't necessarily appreciate how it all showed up. And that was what the whole point was. It was I wanted to be able to appreciate the moment in front of me more by surrendering my personal preferences. And if this trip taught me anything, it was definitely that. And it was kind of funny because I'm pulling away like three hours earlier than I planned on. I'm getting out of this driveway. And when I left, I was like, oh my gosh, I am so glad that is over. I am never coming back to this place. And it wasn't anything to do with the host. They, you know, they can't help that their heater broke down. Like that wasn't their fault. I don't blame them for anything. And it was actually one of the cleanest ones I'd ever stayed at. It was just the combination of the age of it and all of the activity and all of like <laughs> probably my own spiritual people, you know, doing things. But I was just like, I'm not, I'm not going to sign up for that again. But I know how important it is to put your focus on positive things. And I know how important it is to be grateful for the experiences and the lessons that you learned. And it was funny because over the weekend, I follow a couple of these different tarot readers. And one of them had talked about how we're constantly being triggered by things. And it's up to us to choose whether we're going to go in that fright or flight response. Or if we're going to come at it from a place of centered gratitude or excitement. And he kept saying, you know, like, if this happens, do this. If this happens, remember to be grateful. If this, And then I, so then I thought about that as I'm pulling away from this place that I was super grateful to be able to be leaving. I was like, okay, that was an experience. That was experience that I learned this, 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 and this. And I just kept literally the whole hour and a half drive home or hour, I think it was an hour, a whole hour drive home, I was saying out loud to myself all of the things that I was grateful for through the whole weekend. So that way I was in a better state of mind in general. And also I know how where you put your focus on is what you're bringing in for the rest of the day. And I was like, I don't want to focus on all of these almost negative experiences in certain ways to me because they triggered me in a negative way in certain areas. I want to focus on the fact that I learned this about this piece and this about that piece. And I learned that even though I'm uncomfortable, it's still okay. Even though I'm uncomfortable, I can still persevere. Even though I'm uncomfortable, I can still set out to do what I accomplished to do. And in addition to that, I can learn all of these other things. And I named off all these other things. And don't think spirit stopped there because I tell you what, on that hour drive home, I was still being tested because I would say this long list of things I was grateful for. And I would like laughing as I was saying it, like, I'm so grateful that I learned this, you know, and it was kind of one of those things where it was painful to learn, but at the same time, I really was, I really did learn that lesson, and I was grateful for it, but it was kind of like making fun of my own experience a little bit, but like to a fun extent, totally, completely sincere about it, and then all of a sudden, like, one time this car pulled out in front of me, and it's not like it pulled out in front of me in like a bad way, like had they been going to be driving the normal speed limit, it would have been fine, but they drove 20 miles per hour under the speed limit, so I had to put my brakes on, and I was like, again, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to drive slower, when really, all I want to do is get home, like, I felt like Dorothy trying to get back home from Oz, like, I literally was just like, I just want to go home, there's nothing like home, <laughs> at this point, there's nothing like home, 
Now I get to drive 20 miles per hour slower, but there's nothing like home and I'm grateful for this opportunity because it's still testing me. It's still testing whether I'm going to deviate from this attitude of gratitude and go back to that fearful state or not. And I had another thing happen too and I was just like, I'm grateful for this too. And you know what? By the time I got home, I just really was grateful. <laughs> I was grateful to be home. I was grateful that I had been able to learn all those lessons and I was I was just happy and content that everything worked out the way it was and hey, you know what? Waking up at 3 a.m. was not on the agenda, but it allowed me to have all this time there and then I got to go home and have so much more time with my family that night too than I ever than I thought I was going to. So that was a benefit too. So there's a lot of benefits in this trip. There's a lot of lessons that I learned and I'm still... Like, as I percolate and as I reflect back on it more, I'll see more things, I'm sure. It was a lot. <laughs> like, there was a lot of things, you know, and, like, smaller things, too, that I didn't say. But, like, that was the just... I had been looking so forward to a vacation, an escape from my family, an escape from my life, my regular routine. And I got that. But, man, did I get so much more than that. And I was just... I don't even know. It was just a lot that I'm still processing. And that's why I don't know why they wanted me to share it with you right now. Like, I feel like if I waited a month or two, it probably would be better and I'd probably have it edited in a better way. But I think, I don't know. As I said, we're in a state of surrender. And when my when my ego is like, oh, we're going to do what we want to do today, I just knew that this was due. This is what is in my best interest right now, right here for my growth. I had that image. If you make the goal of, hey, I want to better myself. I want to like, for instance, pretend that you want to do something for increasing your physical fitness and you decide to commit to some sort of a marathon and you're like training for it and you're asking, in my case, I would be asking source for help on eating better and training more and making sure my muscles stay healthy and all the stuff. I asked for my spirit family to help me with that kind of stuff every day. So I had asked them to help me grow and I had asked them to help me with these specific areas and that's what they gave me. So I'm grateful for that. But it was almost like I got this feeling that like if I didn't record this podcast today and finish this through and see this project through, it would be like if I was in the middle of that marathon and right when I could see the you know last quarter mile where I could see the finish line way off in the distance, but I was like, I'm too tired to finish. I'm just exhausted. Like the, the other miles was enough for me. I can't finish. That's how it felt today for me not to finish the story, for me not to create this podcast for you and share it with you. Like I felt like I would have gotten that close in my journey and then just gave up. And I didn't want to do that. So... I don't know. I hope it resonates with some of you. I hope it teaches you how the techniques that I've talked about in the past can be utilized in difficult and trying times. And I don't know. I honestly don't know all the lessons that you'll learn from my experience. I guess that's why you just have to have faith and surrender and let let it flow and let it be. And I wish you the most love, light, and inspiration. With all of my love, Yara Rose. Thank you.